detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again for another episode. Jared, Maddie, unfortunately no Gibbo. Mm. We, we, we came this close to snagging him back in. But he's a busy man. We miss you, bud. Look, we I'm do. Start, I'm starting to think there's something more here. Yeah. <laughs> we've got something to do with the he's quality of this. He's yeah. finally, we've, we've finally broken the man. <laughs> do you think it's got to do with the quality of the cinnamon we're currently so. waiting through? I think so. Well, I think what enticed him back in is we're actually doing a bona fide classic tonight. 1975's Jaws. And we're just going to skip our... What we've been watching, we're going to leave that to the next episode because we've, we've also got the Spielberg Olympics coming up. So plenty to get through. Let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 1975's Jaws. None of man's fantasies of evil can compare with the reality of Jaws. Damn fish. But I'll catch him and kill him. Did you hear your father out of the water now? This shark swallow you whole. From the best-selling novel, Jaws, rated PG. Maybe too intense for younger children. Jaws from 1975, directed by Steven Spielberg, who gave us Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park, produced by Richard D. Zanuck, who produced Deep Impact and Cocoon, and David Brown, who produced A Few Good Men and Kiss the Girls. It was written by Carl Gottlieb, who wrote The Jerk, and Peter Benchley, based on the novel by Peter Benchley. Stars Roy Scheider as Martin Brody, Richard Dreyfuss as Matt Hooper, and Robert Shaw as Quint. The budget was initially $7 million, but I believe it ballooned out to about 12. Uh, and I believe uh, filming went from about 55 days to about 180. <laughs> so things got out of hand. It made $471 million worldwide, and in adjusted dollars, that would be $1.3 billion. <laughs> And this was the first movie to ever reach the $100 million in theatrical rentals in America and is considered the first summer blockbuster. All right. Around the table here. Maddie, what is your take on Jaws? Oh, it's a classic. Everything's pulled from it. Uh, other movies have stolen so much stuff. I've still got a man crush on Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> he's, he's so good in it. Uh, four and a half, easy. Four and a half. All right, Jared, where do you stand, mate? Yeah, look, it's pretty close to as a perfect film as you can find for mine. I think it's just spot on. And it's one of those kind of perfect storm situations where it just came from desperation and what can we do here and, and it just everything just worked out beautifully like the casting yeah five out of five for sure for me yeah definite five out of five as, as I, I was telling you earlier in the week jared i had pushed this out of my top 10 for some lower <laughs> lower tier films oh, dear, can you list a couple of them up for us? i became enamored with frequency <laughs> and black hawk down as being more of your top 10 sort of film but watching this again a couple of days ago, I was just like, what was I doing? Yeah, like, yeah it was very silly, silly of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I must Extremely say... Extremely silly. When Garth Brooks starts singing over the <laughs> over the credits of Frequency, I can see how you could be roped into a, a top ten I think position. it was at about that point I said, this is in my top <laughs> ten. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you were thinking it's hovering, it's hovering. Yeah, it's, it's right oh, there, it's right there. It's a ten, top ten. <laughs> It, this is a, this had a huge effect on me. 
and my interest in film. Mm. I think I've probably mentioned this at some point in the podcast in other episodes, but I hired this out of the back of a van <laughs> in the early 80s along with a video recorder. Opening the wallet and saying, just grab whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dad, was, Dad, Dad was checking to make sure everything was kosher for eight-year-olds. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I picked life, this up. Boys. We had it at my eighth birthday. Scared the absolute shit out of me. But it, but it stayed with me. And then I watched it again later when I was a bit older and a bit more capable of handling it. And it was just, you know, to me, it it had a lot to do with my enjoyment of film. Yeah. Big impact with regards to knowing who Steven Spielberg was. Mm. And to me, it's just this incredible mix of, like, white-knuckle type of suspense mixed with really good characters that you actually give a shit about. Um, it's a masterclass intention, isn't and, it? But there's humour. Mm. Like, even when even when the, the things are about to go to shit, there's still a bit of humour thrown of in. Laughs, yeah. yeah, so it's just a must-see for everybody, I reckon. Mm. Anyone who's a film fan has to see this, and it's definitely a five out of five. The likes, opening straight off the bat, the music is just outstanding. Mm. Like, across the board, even not just the Jaws... Yeah, duh, 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 duh. yeah. All the other stuff, like when when they're chasing it, yeah, yeah. it's got that really awesome kind of like it um, sounds like really vibe. Yeah. yeah, well, there's parts on the ocean where the, the music's playing, and it's like you you sit there for a minute just listening to the music, going, "Fuck, I wish I was on a boat." Right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was out there with the rod in the water. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably one of the great greatest movie soundtrack series, mm. I would think. Even though it's not super complicated, yeah, you know, it's very simple, but it works. A treat across the board. And it's used brilliantly. Yeah. And I paid particular attention to this this time was, you know, the whole thing about when it's subconsciously setting you up for that jump scare of where you see the, the where you see Jaws Shark at the back, the, of the, back yeah. of the boat. Like, every time the Jaws is actually there, it's the music. And when there's that little fake out with the kids with the fin, it's not there. Mm. So it sort of set you up for this, oh, we know when it's here. And we're in the shit, but then when it jumps out at the boat, it's not there, hmm. and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like, you don't even notice it, but it does play on on the impact that that has. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's like you're subconsciously conditioned to think, oh, "I know when it's around. I know, yeah. we're, I know we're in trouble because that music's coming in." And then when the music's not there and it pops out of the water, you just, "Oh yeah. shit!" We haven't, we haven't had an under the water shot yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They do some really good things with the music, but across the board, it's it's right on the money. Mm. The characters, I think, are absolutely key here. I mean, this could have been run-of-the-mill kind of B-picture, you know, disaster-type thing, kind of like your towering inferno. Could have been the last shark. It could have been the last (laughs) shark. Please check that out. Isn't that on Amazon Prime? Yeah, it's still on Amazon Wow, I, I watched it, loved it. <laughs> Absolute rubbish. <laughs> the Ita- it was the Italians getting in on the, sh- the Jaws game. Yeah. <laughs> it was magic. Vic Morrow doing his best Quint ripoff. Like. Yeah. I believe they sued and won Universal. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> but the characters are key. You know, that, it yeah. could have been hardboard cutouts. Yeah. And it would not have, the movie wouldn't have worked. Absolutely. But... Brody is such a likeable bloke. Like the moment you meet him, where he's laying in bed with his wife and he gets up and he they start having that conversation about, you know, 
in Amity you say yad and yeah, like, yeah. yeah the yad just near the cat <laughs> yeah all that stuff is just gold like it just kind of starts him off as being kind of like a normal everyday dude yeah but yeah with Hooper and I mean the actors are a big part of it too yeah yeah. yeah they, they, the, the acting is top class they're kind of cast in the stage that they were in their careers too. yeah like Quint, um, Robert Shaw was a bit of a loose unit, a bit of a lunatic. <laughs> yeah. Dreyfus was an up and comer. Yep. Schrader was the everyman sort of. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, so it worked out perfectly. I think that what adds to the entire package is just the little character pieces around the town. Mm. Like everyone, <laughs> everyone wants to bite the ear off the police chief. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That kids have been running around karate chopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the other one comes out with the tire. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah like, Look what they did. <laughs> even even how slimy the the mayor is. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. God, it's definitely the, the one of the yeah. The, the but two even main the villains mayor, in the movie. Even the mayor gets his little bit of yeah. depth when you know he's acting out of the town's interest, and then you know the town backs him up at that meeting. Yeah. But then after he fucking he finally is witness to it himself. Yeah, he says my kids he says, were there my too. My kids were there too. Like yeah. he he kind of understands that he fucked up yeah. badly and and they, that they he, just was, he was him looking a at bit. the wrong things. You know, yeah. he was he was putting his kids in danger for the for the business interests and things like yeah. that. Like yeah, it's just all the townies sort of add a little bit. Of <laughs> I also love when he goes in to get. The paint and supplies, and there's yeah, a bloke yeah. just ragging on the guy. Yeah, yeah. You haven't got anything I asked for. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that that part when um, it all it all breaks down from that that opening scene of him in his office just shows where he's at, and it shows what he's dealing with. That this town is not used to the, they don't deal with this stuff they yeah. deal with small like everyone's I've got to talk directly to the chief because <laughs> someone's parked in front of my store <laughs> and, yeah, and Polly's talking about the karate kids and then he comes out and you see that the town's not equipped to deal with it and he's sort of he's sort of out of out of this he's not really equipped to deal with it either mm. I just I thought it just set everything up yeah you so kinda... nicely like and then when he gets the part that you were talking about in the store that it fucking cracked me up when <laughs> the deputy's there going like holding the stuff and he's going get those signs going let Polly do the printing uh, what's wrong with my printing <laughs> let Polly do the printing this <laughs> 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 like, the character of the town it was just awesome yeah I love it and I it's, think it yeah go on, sorry no go go man some of the some of the little things when they everyone starts going fishing for this giant shark yeah. there's a guy on a boat with a, a couple of sticks of dynamite <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> He bumps into the chief and he's yeah. like, yeah, shit, that's not it. Like, <laughs> that's and our meeting, though, to set it up as well. Yeah, yeah. The, um, you just like, uh, you, you watch the politician working and like uh, he's trying to work the room and they crack up a joke and then there's this yeah. woman. I don't think that's very funny. Like, you can already <laughs> yeah, see yeah. You can see that tension. And even even before that, you know there's something wrong with him because he hears that the, there's been a shark attack and then he ends up coming with two of his cronies. Yeah, yeah. yeah including the um, coroner. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. right. And, and, and he goes, he's leaned on the coroner because yeah. the coroner was like, there's a shark attack. Oh, oh, yeah. mistaken. Yeah. And he goes... Um, Boating accident? And the coroner goes, yes. just changes his tune. They create, yeah. they create instantly that the policeman's an idiot and mm. he doesn't know what he's talking about. Exactly. Because yeah. he's just completely... And then, they, and then they, they also the showcase um, his offsider. 
His deputy is just useless. Yeah. Yeah. In the meeting, they also he does the classic politician move. Of, it's his call not to close the beach or whatever, but then he lets Roy Scheider just have to stand up and explain, yeah, I want to close the beach, and he cops all the heat. Just for 24 just hours. Sitting there like, yeah, and then he comes in and kind of sw- swoops in and yeah. saves the day having this thing that he never sort of put forward before. Yeah. It just sort of sets up this whole, and it continues for a while that... They never buy Roy Scheider because he's the out of towner. Yeah, yeah. They have that conversation. Or you weren't born on the island. You're not an islander. Like, yeah. It's kind of like they never kind of take him seriously because ah, uh, this New York guy he doesn't know he doesn't know life here. You know. Yeah. Like, Directorially, I mean, this guy was 25 when he made this Spielberg. Yeah. And you wouldn't have known it. I mentioned um, when we were talking about Creed. You know, Ryan Coogler had only made like one other movie, or mm. and how assured he was with Creed yeah and it's the same thing here I mean yeah. this bloke would have been pulling his fucking hair out yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. he couldn't get two minutes of footage oh fuck mate when I was 25 I'd st- you'd still be lucky to find me in two matching <laughs> shoes and this bloke's fucking <laughs> shooting, <laughs> shooting the first movie that's ever been shot on the fucking open ocean <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous but it's just superb there's a couple of um specific shots that I'll get to as we go through but mm. there's a couple that are just outstanding like one in particular is a sequence the sequence involving Alex Kidner yeah it's just brilliant mm. like the way he does it yeah the way he sets it all up it's just so well done mm. including a couple of really cool camera moves yeah like and the he whole sets things up dolly he's, he's and those two zoom things, at the same time those two things there that and the wiping of yeah like people walking across the camera that wipes into sort of another shot yeah that stuff's just been used to death endlessly then. since yeah. then, you know? The opening sequence. Opening sequence. It's plastic. harrowing. It is. It's fucking harrowing. Yeah. Because they don't show you anything. They just give you that shot under the water of it coming up. Equally harrowing, harrowing for the bloke that's thinking he's a chance. He's so <laughs> he can't stand up. <laughs> oh, no. I love his comment. I can up. swim. I just can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a bit of that humour you were talking about. Um, but it's harrowing because yeah. she just sort of goes under the water and she she realises something's wrong. Yeah. She comes up and just starts screaming and then it just starts pushing her from side to side. Yeah, yeah. And it goes on for about 30 seconds mm. and she kind of grabs the boy out there and you think she's all right and then suddenly she's pulled away yeah. again and then just she screams and then... Got yeah. water and just gone. And, and the time of the day that they shot it too gives it a really kind of eerie look yeah. to it. And as you said, sort of partial when sunrise. it's done, it's just back to what it was. Like she's just quiet. gone and it's quiet yeah. and you can see old mate <laughs> just passed out on the beach. You think, yeah, he'll roll over and be none the wiser. Like mm. it's just, yeah, it's really eerie and it gives you that sense of, you know, when you're on the ocean, you're fucking, yeah. you're no on your yeah. terms there, you know? Exactly. And it's really, I, I, I really thought it was... Um, it sets the tone. It's still, it's still quite hard to watch now, you know, because yeah. as when as I said, when I was eight years old, that was about <laughs> as far as we got. <laughs> That's the only scene I saw. <laughs> what the fuck was your dad doing, really? <laughs> well, you know, look, look mate, things were different. <laughs> things yeah, were different. Yeah. Mate, I'm glad they did that shit. I wouldn't yeah, have seen yeah. all this stuff. Yep. Yeah, but you also probably would have swum. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> have a life skill of oh, you know, being able to tread water. I remember, I remember too. I remember too because this, this is the power of this sort of movie. Is that I remember being out at Mollymook. Yeah. When, when I was about fifteen, 
we're out, we're out reasonably deep. Suddenly, bing, ling, 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 the bloody shark alarm starts going off. Yeah. And people are... You <laughs> pound oh, like Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps wishes he was that quick. Oh, my God. It so fast. It wasn't Cuff funny. Hands. Cuff hands through the water. Yeah. My, my form was rock solid. Yeah. I was flying in. I mean, we used to go down there a lot, too. And I had the same same sort of experiences. Like, you'd get, you'd get out there and you'd get to about waist deep. And then a bit of seaweed would oh. dust past. And you'd be, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be back to ankle deep for ten minutes before you bridge her out again. <laughs> and you know, this is why I think this movie is so has stood the test of time because it still creates that that feeling of I don't like you know, I've got problems in the water, yeah. like I don't like it. I think it also it just took an opportunity that you couldn't doesn't exist now because of this movie. The whole a shark being a threat on the beach wasn't a thing back then. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. That's right. And it's just created a fear now that exists. And well, that's exactly right. The testament to the movie is the yeah. fact that we've fucking petrified fished of sharks yeah. almost out of existence in some. Yeah, yeah. Like Peter Benchley now is like heavily into the environmentalism and he's fucking regretful of writing the thing because of the damage we've done to shark populations and mm. shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it's true. I, I think the mayor is ex- is an excellent character because yeah. Like, yeah. he acts as a, a sort of surrogate villain on the land and I think the performance is excellent, actually. Yeah, that he guy. plays he's really, a really politician good. type. When, like he, when he's there, he's like, but you don't have the tooth, do you? Like, yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. in denial, yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. he's yeah. like, you have the evidence? I can still do what I want to do. I can do yeah, whatever I want. Yeah. But uh, I love that line. I do love that line. You yell yeah. barracuda, everyone goes, huh? What? Yeah. You mm. yell shark, and we've got a panic on our hands. And it's very true, you know? Mm. So, so especially back then, you know, because we didn't know what sharks were about either. Yep. We didn't really know much about them back in 75. I love how far in denial he is. Yeah, you just I... want to get your name in National Geographic. I love when he starts, when they first start talking about it, and it's almost like he's spitballing ideas for what else it could be. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, we, we could have been a, could have been a boating accident, could have been this, so that like starts just tossing him out there. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, he's like Shider's acting in the in the interests of. I don't want anyone else to get killed, and he's acting in the interests of this community's going to be killed, but going to yeah. be crippled by the 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 finances here. So how else can we spin this? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that the town is still full of people. And there's know? that great sequence when they have the Fourth of July, and he goes up to that bloke and goes, "Yeah, why aren't you in the water?" <laughs> yeah, and he just puts some sunscreen on and lotion, and but nobody's going in. <laughs> That's a classic worm tongue move. Yeah, get, it's like it's like. Ear. But like he, he eventually—I can't remember the line—but I think he eventually just says, "Look, get in the water." <laughs> the guy kind of just takes the whole family, <laughs> takes the grandkids in. Um, yeah. Alex Kittner's death couldn't have been handled any better. One of the great scenes in. Yeah, because you got the wipe on, wipe off. He constantly gives you these false scares yeah, that there's yeah. something there. The guy, remember, it's he looks out at the woman um, floating and sees that thing behind her. Yeah, yeah. It turns out to be the old bloke like, with the. You start that scene and you're like, target, target, <laughs> yeah, target. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're in Shider's head. Yeah. Because 
you're seeing those wipes and it's kind of chopping to the things that he's looking at. And he's he's yeah. kind of skittish. He's like yeah. that there. He's like and then that girl screams on the conversation. Can't the guy sitting there. Yeah, like and it just becomes a drone. Yeah, yeah. Like you as the audience don't even know what the bloke's saying <laughs> because you're like kind of oh shit, looking here, there, and there, there. That woman screams and then it turns out her boyfriend's just yeah, got her. She comes up out of the water. But also yeah, one bit that I'd forgotten about was the dog. Mm. Mm. The dog's gone. Yep. He's yelling out for the dog. It's not there, and that happens just before it takes Alex Kidner. Mm-hmm. And when it takes him, and he looks, at, he looks at it and sees the kid basically bleeding, blood just flying out everywhere. And that 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 shot of like it's a it's a dolly in and a, no zoom in the dolly zoom out at the dolly, same yeah, time. Yeah. It's just such a good shot yeah, because it's, awesome. it's like oh shit, you know, like and um, everything about that sequence is just. Gold, including yeah. the bit at the end where she's running around going, Alex, Alex, and looks yeah. down and there's his, his the bloody floating device flying. torn up, yeah. covered in blood. I'm just like, bloody hell. You know, it's kind of, it hits pretty hard, you know. Mm. Is that, that's also got the kids dressed up as the shark, right? No, no that's a bit later. later that's 4th of July. Oh. Uh, Quinn's introduction and Brilliant. speech. <laughs> gold. Yep. He just kind of scratches the blackboard and then gives him yeah. the spiel. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> And that's in the and middle of, you know, all this politicking. These yeah. blokes are all politicking about how to get around yeah, all yeah, this. Yeah. He just that, brings it back. For that, you get the head, the tail, the, the whole, whole damn thing. thing. Yeah, that's I'll, tell, I'll find him for three, but I'll catch him and I'll kill him for ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, mm. I, I really liked it. it it's, and it just kind of, again, gives you a little... It only... Yeah, Quinn's only there for two minutes. Or... Cup, but, but two or three minutes, and you just get a sense of the guy. He's just, yeah. you know, give me the right price. But it also I'll gives everyone else. It, it indulges these. It indulges the locals for a few minutes, and everyone worried about their business. And then it just gives the old, you know, the chalkboard, yeah. and it, it just he just basically says, "Hey, this is what we're dealing with, <laughs> yeah. and this is what it boils down to." You know? <laughs> and it takes it's a while cost. for people to come around, but you yeah. Know. You sit there waiting to find out that the mayor's corrupt and there's no money in the coffers because he's spent it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a little bit of a Mayor Joe Quimby kind of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mayor Joe Quimby. <laughs> Cases have gone missing. Yeah. Just cash in the two idiots baiting the shark off the pier. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I'd forgotten all about that. Yeah, and it's I love so it. Good. He goes, we better catch something. This is my wife's lamb roast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, poor Johnny. <laughs> and I love that bit where it rips the pier off, and yeah. then it, it's dragging it away, and then it goes. And the pier just kind of turns around. And turns around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get out of there, damn it! Yeah, that was fantastic. And doesn't yeah. he say something in the end? What are we going to tell my wife? <laughs> <laughs> when they're up on the bloody thing, they go, "Oh, jeez." Yeah. Yeah, really cool, really cool stuff. And again, shot at that at, at, at a later time of night. You know, kind of, and I just love the fact that it's kind of off this dodgy little pier, mm. just on the edge. It's everything's kind of dark. You can just see these guys in silhouette. You know, it would have been creepy as hell if that was legitimate. They're yeah. just swimming back, going, "Oh shit, something's oh, after me!" And you know, so there's a shark time. out there. Yeah, They've yeah. already I'd told them whether he'd been taken or not. Yeah, I yeah. Did it happen? I could forgotten to be taken or not. And a lot of that stuff too, from a. Um, directorial and director of photography sort of stuff is the way the film shot kind of like at water level mm. like everything's at, when you're in the ocean it's here and the water's kind of lapping up against you yeah. so it feels like you're in there too yeah. well that kind of plays into the setting yeah. like shooting it at that place is was fucking spot on 
Like if they had a shot some of that stuff on the back lots, they wouldn't have got the locals that gave it that kind of flavour that we, we were talking about. That scenery is just magnificent. Mm. As you said, yeah, you know, I'd imagine I watched it and I thought to myself, Adam's already buying real estate. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> <laughs> Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. Lovely place, I believe. There was a lighthouse. There is a lighthouse <laughs> in the background. So that's it's ready for you to just... I mean, I would not be going in the waters of Martha. You <laughs> would love going at those locals. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be going, you haven't brought anything I asked <laughs> I'll be in the store every day. Yeah. yeah. You bring anything I told you to get. Get those fucking jump buckets <laughs> off my <on> Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be out in the, in the pond with dynamite sticks. <laughs> yeah, you'd be blowing up the locals. <laughs> get off my island. <laughs> I like how they introduce Hooper as well. Yeah. Again, you get more of the seafaring locals yeah. mixed in. He's laughing. With he's, yeah, he's having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's all going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. What's he saying? Yeah. Uh, the chief has told me that there's too many people on that boat. Oh, what do you care? He goes, well, can you tell us a good place of a good restaurant? Yeah, just keep walking forward. <laughs> <laughs> that was ad lib too. Yeah, that was like, one of the bozos that caught the shark. He's like, yeah, I just I called it out. <laughs> he left it in there. Um, but it also, it kind of sets up, he knows what he's talking about. He kind of drops a couple of lines <laughs> in there that it's like, oh, he knows. Yeah. He's obviously someone with something to Some offer here. Like, yeah. It's only a small part, but I think his reaction to seeing the corpse he goes, oh, you know, like, like yeah, he starts holy going, shit. He starts kind of shaking and yeah, his speed yeah, speeds yeah, yeah. up and he kind of, it looks like he's angry. and sort of. Yeah. Because there's not much left, I can only assume, mm. as he as he talks you through it. It's kind of like there isn't a lot there. But again, I think Hooper, once again, I think it's the perfect character, it's the perfect actor for that role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, he brings a fair bit of the humour into the, into the mix. And, just, and when mm. he gets pissed off, his, his voice goes up an octave and he just <laughs> looks like he's going to punch someone out straight away. He loses the pot <laughs> at the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> Starts blowing up to lux at the mayor. Right? Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. yeah, it's good because once he gets there, it kind of starts to affirm, it sort of affirms Brody's thinking. Yeah. And so it slowly starts to turn and then you have that scene where the kid gets killed and finally the mayor is is shaken up. Yeah. And that's where Brody says, you sign this. Yep. Do we pay what we need, you know. like. And I really like that bit where Mrs. Kittner turns up to the dock and slaps oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and says, you know, you knew and you didn't do anything. Yeah, and it's again, the mayor just lets Brody yeah. take it and Brody takes it. He's like, we all, you kind of, we're all responsible here and he has that line where someone she's says something, something she's wrong, mayor, yeah, she's, she's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's... Uh, I believe she had, she did actually slap him and they yeah, did 17 takes. A number of times. So he took it on the chin a few times. Yep. Yeah, but I really liked it. Yeah, it, it just great. kind of it kind of takes that whole sequence because it's all upbeat. Yeah. They've caught the big tiger shark, you know. Everyone's happy. He's Everyone's happy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It also shows a lack of knowledge too because nobody's nobody's questioning it except yeah, Hooper. Except Hooper's a little sceptical. Yeah. yeah. And then she comes and, in and, and, and just And everyone's just back. quick to go, we've done it, we've done it, we've done it. Yeah. Everything's all right, everything's yeah. fine. Because even Hooper here. doesn't really want to cut it open. Mm. Uh, not, sorry, Brody doesn't yeah, really want to cut it open for a while. And then... That happens, and it's like mm. that's that leads to the scene in the house where he's on the wall. <laughs> yeah, oh, that is my one of my favourite sequences. Yeah. The kid mimicking him is yep. phenomenal. It's done in Jaws of Revenge to less success, <laughs> but it's such a really nice sequence of a father and son, mm. and 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 his wife watching. Yeah, 
And then when Hooper turns up with a couple of bottles of wine, and yeah. Brody crack, cracks the top and goes, yeah, fucking yeah. has a scooter. Oh, oh, you, ju- you should let that breathe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking pause it. Instead, <laughs> says a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a scooter's worth of wine. <laughs> he just gives everyone a little tipple, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I think he says something about There's getting shit faced, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He says, what, what does he want? Want to get you? drunk and fool around? Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he says. Yeah, I just think that scene, once again, it's just those little pieces that make this elevate this type of thing mm. uh, and also Hooper going oh, is anyone eating this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating their dinner I've seen the exact same thing in the past day but he's got an appetite you know, yeah. <laughs> the cop's just like oh I don't want to have anything to do with this another one that really hits hard is Ben Gardner mm. I mean that thing comes out fucking nowhere yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> scared me scared me again this time and there's no there's not really jump scares there's no jump no. scares in the movie and that was sort of a jump scare the head popped out you, yeah. it's because of the way it's framed too mm. they're basically cut off the side of the hole so mm. you actually don't see it until it's all the way across and it's yeah. like whoa but I think that's another one of those sequences too where you're underwater it's dark yeah the lights there is apart. no you have no idea what mm what might be nearby and so it really sort of builds a tension that you know nothing's going to happen to him we've all seen it yeah nothing actually happens to him but there's it's kind of claustrophobic yeah the ocean works beautifully for that stuff you know because it's such a claustrophobic which is where other movies fall down they show you everything all the time and you just there's no the suspense gets taken away when that happens Mm. yeah well in that the docos and stuff on the Blu-ray Spielberg says it himself you know if I had the digital technology and made this movie in 2005 I'd have shown the shark much more and thereby ruined much more of the movie (laughs) essentially well yeah he was actually saying that he was going to if they could get that thing to work yeah he would have shown it during um, the opening kill very opening yeah that's right so that would have ruined the entire film absolutely yeah Necessity out of, yeah. of, of errors, mm. but it worked. Mm. I mean, nobody would want to shoot this sort of movie like they were doing back then now. They would wait all day so there was nothing in the background of a shot on the water. Yeah. And then they'd start rolling film and some prick had come past. <laughs> and <he's> like, <laughs> 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 so they had to start again. You know, yeah. like they were getting nothing, so that's why it took so long. Oh yeah, the fucking that silly bastard in the lighthouse has <laughs> wandered out of his balcony and yelling at people again. <laughs> no, they heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I didn't realise. Yeah. Uh, um, I do like the Fourth of July stuff again. Setting a scene. When we get there, we get that kind of up vibe music that John Williams has, and everyone yeah. coming into town, and they're playing playing computer games in the arcade, and they're kill doing a shark, that. I believe. Yeah, kill a shark. Like, yeah. And then they've got the mayor walking around, going, "Oh yeah, it's a wonderful day," and you know, everyone's happy, and you know, all this sort of stuff. And then you get, then you cut to the the reporter talking about, you know, there's a cloud has has come over this little town, so. I love the fact that they kind of they kind of once again clue you in on this town is it yeah it's a community people love it it's summer you know it's yeah it's packed yeah. it's kind of peak season I also love uh, bringing the humour back in where the mayor's blowing up about the vandalism of the sign 
<laughs> well, yeah, don't worry about the killer shark. They should be hung up by their busted brows, he says. They've got that carnival music, too, in the yeah, background yeah. in that scene. Yeah, it's really, really good. You like that? Red circus. Yeah. What does he say to him? Take a look. Take a good hard look at this sign. These proportions are correct. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you'd love to prove that, wouldn't you? (laughs) He starts blowing up about it. But again, it just once again keeps that villainous presence there. Hmm. And we still haven't got to the death of, well, I'm assuming he dies. The guy gets his leg bitten off in the in the pond yeah he's fucked he's, <laughs> he's, he's, well, well sorry I believe he gets carried away there's no one still living on Amity Island with one leg telling the tale about the day that they got like, nipped in the pond it's like, you don't even suspect the pond he's like I'd rather you went to the pond and the yeah kids, yeah that's no, right no the pond's the safe place and it's yeah. called a pond you're yeah. like there's no shark there's no reason to suspect it at all yeah. it's so good they do a little bit of bait and switch because they have the fake shark being in the ocean Mm. and then seconds after that happens you see the girl going shark shark yeah yeah. and then Brody goes what now and then his wife goes Michael's in the pond and he starts he goes from sort of just dawdling out to moving quicker and quicker and then he starts running and the tension gets alleviated and then Helicopters, the shooters. <laughs> and that kid yeah. goes, he made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He told me a big I should do it. <laughs> that it um didn't they have that sequence too in the outtakes of where Brody's son is in the arms of the bloke that gets yes, yes. eaten? Yeah. Oh. So what Which is which kind of explains the shock. Yeah, and the and the shot that they changed was when when it kind of swoops past the kid mm. in the water, like that was supposed to say that the shark just went past him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the outtakes to he he it goes towards him and the guy grabs hold of it. Yeah, that's right. Puts him out of the way, which I again I just don't think think that would have worked. It was, it was super effective. He really good choices. He doesn't know yeah. it's coming and and it's just instant. Burn. And you know that's where they get their best mileage out of the mechanical shark. Mm. Showing it under the water mm. like that's that the shot of shot. yeah is mm. gold. You know it actually yeah, it looks really real. Good. For a, for a split second, like yeah, if you were looking at that without knowing it was a movie, you would think shit, that is real. Yeah. So they get their mileage. That's kind of how they hide it. It's probably my only dislike that as the, you see more of the shark, obviously the the less convincing it is. Yeah. But for a 1975 film, fuck, they did bloody well to get that out there. Mm. Yeah. You know. And cut it in with a little bit of footage of the real, real shark footage is golden. Kind of makes like, it you know, look real enough. That you you run with it. Like that was a that was a great move to have that sort of footage, especially the bit where it takes apart the cage. Mm. Check those outtakes out. Mm. Yeah, very untidy. (laughs) The poor bastard who was in the cage, little stunt man. Yeah, thankfully he wasn't in it at that stage. But they said he was shitting bricks. (laughs) And I'm thinking, yeah, of course. Of course he was. Oh, you see where you were, you idiot. <laughs> have you seen that video where the shark jumps into a shark cage? No. Oh no, I think I did. In that, there's like a real life one, and there, and it's like just bangs around inside it for a while, and then jumps out. Everyone on the boat is scared to hell. I'm like, that's it, the equivalent fear. Oh, it's oh, unbelievable. Mate. Sharks are scary. Isn't <laughs> yeah. They're just killing machines. But. Don't they reckon that those cages are essentially useless? If if the shark well, was, sharks in general, aren't if the shark was 
willing, easier things to get. He could take the thing apart, mm. basically. Yeah. That well, doesn't. If you're killing, I'm, I'm never going to test that theory. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just let. I'll just. I'll just uh, take their word for that. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, swimming with them at Melbourne Aquarium, mm. and they were small. Yeah. What you would call small, couple yeah, yeah. of meters. Yep. From a distance, you think it's not that big, and then when it gets towards you, its head's like this big. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like... And then when you're underwater, you think, I'm going to take 45 seconds to turn, uh, you know, <laughs> 90 degrees here. That thing can fucking fly through the water. <laughs> <laughs> you are just screwed. I remember going down and immediately started breathing shallow. <laughs> and then going, you got to breathe smooth breath, so you just got to lose your oxygen. you just got to yeah. let it all... you got to burn it all out. You know, I remember going into a going into a tank in high school, just in in the into an aquarium tank, and they had a little viewing bit, this little sort of concrete thing with just like a tiny little slit. I just got up to the slit. i just I was there for about twenty seconds. I'm like, yeah, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that stuff is great. It it leads to the mem actually being softened slightly by having that sequence where he says. You know, my kids were there too. Mm-hmm. And there's that really cool line. I, I think it's a really good line where he says, we're going home. And she says, back to New York. And he's like, nah, here. You know, it's like kind of like she's saying we should we should leave. Yeah. yeah. We should leave town. Um, so I, I kind of, I really like that. I like that he's the, he's the New York cop that there's like there's been no murders in this town they came here to get away from yeah. Yeah. real violence and, and uh, he gets put now in the worst situation he's ever been in one of my favourite lines he used to swim with blow legged women <laughs> 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 alright he's a loose unit he is <laughs> yeah. he's got a few of those he is, a, he is a loose unit and I really like the dynamic between him and Hooper Yeah, yeah. he's the yeah. old school that sort grizzled. of takes over that yeah. takes over for a good sort of half hour he's the grizzled fisherman yep. who does it in the old way and Hooper's yeah. got all this gear what do you say what are you some sort of half ass astronaut yeah. <laughs> the whole second half of that movie you've got the old man's going to do it his way, even though he's a lunatic. And then, and then, all right, he's like, "Well, my thing didn't work. This is a, this is out of my pay grade." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he looks to the college guys. All right, you have a go. Then he's like, "I don't know yeah. what to do now. I don't know. I know I know everything." Yeah. I love the start where you can see he's testing him out, and he grabs him. And he's like, "You got city hands. Yeah, yeah. Counting up that money. Money all your life." And then when they start packing up the boat, everyone's just packing up, and he's just out there fucking nonstop. <laughs> Yelling yeah. shit out! Ah, oh, what's holding you, Chief? Get rid of me! I love that bit where he, the Chief walks up, the full kit of waiters, and you hear this. I see you bought your rubbers. Yeah, I'm sure they stole that line in Seinfeld with George Costanza when he becomes a hand model, oh, yeah. <laughs> pushing papers your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Stolen. Oh, is that the one where he ends up grabbing hold of an eye and it's on? He walks around with mittens everywhere. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Um, yeah, that, that relationship, though, is it takes centre stage for a while. Yeah. And I love when you just get those three on the boat, it starts off and it's a fucking powder keg. Like, they're just, <laughs> everyone's got issues with each other because Brody doesn't know what he's doing on the boat. Mm. Quint's resentful of, like Hooper's resentful of Quint because he doesn't respect yeah. what he can do Quint doesn't give a fuck about anyone yeah. else like it's just it's awesome that dynamic right up until that it, the table scene where it all sort of yeah. lays bare and yeah like, and they kind of 
get to know each other a bit and sort of that 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 sequence sort of even things out a little mm. um, egos are so big because yeah. the characters are so big there's, they're just sitting there going like, he's like we're going to get a bigger boat right like, <laughs> after they've seen it we're going to get yeah, a bigger boat that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. like no 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 we're going to sort this out right here <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's what I love he's got Chris, a barrel on Chris him. is he's like yeah no he's got one barrel he'll yeah. be fine yeah. Yeah. he's got a barrel we're, we're already halfway there <laughs> That's he says to him, he, just before that, he says three tons. He's three tons. <laughs> yeah. like, One barrel's not doing it. <laughs> I also like when they, when they, after that initial encounter, when they do the barrels and whatever, and the piano wire snaps or whatever, and yeah. Quint and Hooper are having that back and forth. And Quint goes, oh, it proves one thing, Mr. Hooper. Proves you wealthy college boys don't have the education to admit when you're wrong. <laughs> like, and Hooper starts going, yeah, he's us. Yeah, but then that table scene breaks it all down. It's got like you know, the reason why Quint starts to go a bit fucking crazy. I mean, he's essentially that's essentially his Moby Dick. Yeah, like, yeah. To, to to fucking exercise the demons of oh, that yeah. story he tells is just like you're just sitting there looking at the screen with your jaw hanging open. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, isn't it a classic way they get there too? Like comparing scars is just such a bond. It's like oh, yeah, that like, has some absolute yeah. magic in it too. Yeah. Humor wise, it's like Brody's a, checking his appendix scar at one point, yeah. <laughs> and then he says, Hooper goes, look. He's like, you're wearing a sweater because yeah. <laughs> he's all hairy. And yeah, that was great. Such a good bonding. It's like comparing vomit stories. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but I love because that, you know, it, it sort of gives you this sense of, okay, you understand Quint a little bit more, but then for a short stretch after that, like when Quint gives Hooper an order, Hooper's just like, yeah, done, because yeah. he realises for all my college, for all my money, for all my gear or whatever, I don't know shit compared to that situation that he was in. Yeah. And he kind of does realise, oh, this guy's fucking got... He's got something here. And it doesn't last, as you said. They kind of... Quint fucks a few things up because he's acting out of this. He starts mentally kind of just trying to take this thing one-on-one when he bashes the radio and stuff like that. So he he just does have to step up and try his way. And He tries um, to... He drives the boat till he burns the engine out. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. He's just and, leaving the pipe, And though. this is the thing. You look at that in isolation and say, this is a really stupid sequence. Why would he break the radio? Why would he destroy his own engine? But we've built up the fact that he's not quite all there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And he almost losing wants to. He almost grip. wants this fucking man versus shark. Him and the shark. Like, he's not... Thinking about the other guys and what they like are. Like a matador, I'm not, not happy unless I'm going to take him down myself. Yeah. And die in the way that's yeah. whatever. That's just, yeah. That's and just everyone else is fucking, oh, you blew the engine, you old fool or something. And he's kind of just grinning. Yeah. And Start singing the tune. Singing the tune, yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. And I also love that bit where early on the boat, Quint cracks a beer, skulls it, crushes it, <laughs> and drops <laughs> it next to Hoover, and Hoover goes... <laughs> with a small plastic cup yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> as if to sort of say yeah look I'm manly as yeah, well yeah, yeah. <laughs> the chum line sequence you're going to need a bigger boat yeah um, so good and again the shark looks intimidating because you see it come past the boat underwater you can just mm. see it's fin and you can see you get a sense of how big it is and the barrels like they use them to really good effect yeah because you don't need the thing around. No. The mechanical you see it shark. for a couple of seconds, and then you see the barrels, and you know where it is, and then the barrels go under the water, and you're back to like, oh, shit. Yeah. Where are we? Really great way of having it around without not without it being there. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like just sort of set and scene. The whole sequence when they put the first barrel on him is, it's just a 
That's when he awesome. pops past the boat. Yeah. And then they go get... And they see him and he backs up. Yep. He's like freaks out. And what's he gets the the harpoon gun and then calls for Hooper to yeah. tie it on. It's Hooper's just suspense, it. yeah, because you can see it coming towards well. him. He's put a tracker on it so you know they can come back yeah. and get it, but they're just two in the moment and they yeah. can't, can't back and, out. And, yeah, it's like suspenseful because it's coming towards him and he's yeah. going, tie it on, you know, and he's like, don't yeah. wait for me. and But it's also when it goes on to him, they have that music again, that real sort of up vibe. Mm. The chase is yeah. on, you know, yeah, we're yeah, after yeah. it, we're in the mix, this you know. Is so, this is the way they're going to catch it. This is where it. we're going to catch yeah. it, you know, like they kind of t- treat you to this kind of adventure. Yeah. Um, and it just feels like common sense. They've, it's the first opportunity where we've seen it. It's close to the boat. You, you've got to put a bullet in it or something and it's going to, that solves everything, right? Mm. And, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. You know? I really, really like that scene. Anything where they're doing that, it's, it, it feels like adventure. Yeah. feels like you're on the high seas, you're having a great time, and we're chasing this, this fish. They've done such a good job of setting them being out of their depth with the, that whole scene with the he's on the line, the, the shark's on the line, and uh, the, the, the belt's going on, yeah. get behind me. And then, oh, you're going to drown me. No more water. <laughs> put, water <laughs> me. put water on the Put water on the line, otherwise it's going um, yeah, to burn. burn out. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, they've, set, they've set it all up. And now this is the this is the part where it all pays off. And, and every time <laughs> they throw you that adventure type mm. thing where the chase is on, it's cat and mouse. Yeah. It then sort of the shark makes an appearance that showcases how powerful it is. So mm-hmm. when they're trying to that they hook the the barrel rope and they're winding it up and it goes out of the thing and it cuts through his hand and everything like that. So you realise that yeah. the shark is much more powerful the legs than get you realise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It then they, they tie them both to the back of the boat and it just about pulls the boat under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, these things are just showcasing that they're out of their depth. The boat's not up to it. Because it's burning up and bloody... I wish they had that bloke with the dynamite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where was old, mate? Yeah, yeah. Toss the dynamite out. big guns. Come on. I remember when I'm, all glad, I'm glad you got a harpoon in the back there. Remember but... when they were all the cluster of bozos together and he's flinging shit over the <laughs> Seems like just a little bunger or something. <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa is still yeah, like, grandpa What I love about that is yeah. he's absolutely... 100% positive that he saw nothing yeah. there. He just threw yeah. that out there for yeah. something to do. My it. grandpa used to be a fisherman. That was legit how they did it back in Greece. They'd chuck dynamite in the water and everything would come up. And he was missing fingers and stuff because they held onto it for too long. That's like... Is that why you blokes have such big meals? Because you came back with fucking 40 tons of fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. yeah. Once this month. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're fat. Yeah. You're eating the whole fish because I lost a fucking finger for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Greek, Greeks are big on the gifts when it comes to dinner time. You eat what's on your plate. I didn't have food when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Louis Vegas on. Yeah, yeah. He held on to it too long. <laughs> seven year, seven year old, you grab his hand and you're like, whoa. <laughs> it was bizarre. You'd like feel a snooze here now. There should be details. There should be something extra here. Yeah. <laughs> the sequence in the cage. Now, that's my worst nightmare. That's I love before he goes down yeah. as well. It's like, I haven't got any spit. Yeah. They do such a good job in this script of letting you know what's going on without needing to say it directly. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And I just love the... Because Hooper... and So, Brody has... Brody's way out of his depth. He, he can't even go in the water. So, mm. this is not his bag. 
He's seen this thing in the water and gone, holy shit. Like, what are we doing? He thinks Quinn's got it covered. Then he realises Quinn's got well, nothing covered. Like <laughs> no. yeah. And then he goes, they go, what can you do with that cage? And Brody just blows up. That shark will rip that cage to pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, you got any better suggestions? And then you just see the cage. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I'll <laughs> put this together because that's all we've got. Mm. But that sequence underwater, again, the whole idea of that claustrophobic, darker water. Mm. They use the real-life shark footage a little bit to show it circling the, the cage mm-hmm. and swimming away into the depths mm. and then suddenly it just comes from behind yeah. and then it busts through the cage and basically just about eats him yeah, yeah. when it's fucking flicking around with the cage when yeah. it's stuck in the cage that's when it's trying to come through it and he's fucking stabbing it with that the best thing I think this movie does is it doesn't have any of those moments where you're like that is complete rubbish. If that, that was in real life, mm. there was no way that could happen in reality. Like, him going and hiding in the rocks is a perfectly fine escape. Yeah. It's not... He gets, like like the Croc movie we saw, gets gets in a death roll and then ends up with a scratch on his head <laughs> in a cage. <laughs> it's, not, it's nothing like that. Like, you, you're just in it. You're in the moment. It's yeah. Weird. And I think that... You... you because once again, the character develop the, the fact that these characters are so well rounded. Mm. Your sphincter's tight. Yeah. You go, fuck! Is this guy's gonna die? Like they're yeah. gonna kill him. Yeah. And he, when he escapes, you sort of breathe a sigh yeah. of relief, and mm. then they throw the shark onto the boat. And then the you feel bad. The guys up on the Quint surface. Out, yeah. The yeah. guys up on the surface have the the natural reaction of, oh, geez, he's done. Yeah. And uh, and you get that. Like you get a bit of that payoff, and you're like, what stupid thing are they gonna do now? Yeah. Thinking that he's dead. You're like, yeah. Mm. It just it happens so quickly too. Yeah. I forgot how quickly it actually happens after that, like after the cage comes up, and then it's just like bang! bang it comes bang. out of the water, lands on the boat. He slips. Straight Brody tries to grab him, doesn't he? And then yep. he just slips, and then he's straight into its mouth, mm. dead within. Oh, yeah, he's going out with a machete. Yeah, yeah. yeah he he's going down, he's going down, but he's going to give him a cold sore. But it works too, because once again, we thought Hooper had died. Yeah. Yeah. He escapes, but then they, the shark just comes up out of the water yeah. and takes you out. You get the head shake. Did he survive it? No. No, he's gone. But it leads to that the final five minutes are super tense exciting yeah. it's all happening the shark comes through the through the window he puts the tank in its mouth yeah. then he's up on the bloody thing as the boat sinks it comes up underneath him mm. and he uses the stabby thing yep and, and if then, you hadn't like when you haven't seen it before and Quint goes down you just you, you're sitting there going what the fuck have they got left mm. like they've got nothing the tank, the, the cage is gone. Everything's gone. Yeah. You, yeah. So they and set I, it up being explosive as well at the beginning. Yeah, they did. Yeah, just, yeah. just don't think it's just a quick line, really. and you don't think anything yeah. of it. Yeah, these things are. Yeah, what does he say? Be careful with that stuff. It's compressed yeah. air. It can explode. It can't. <laughs> in reality. <laughs> no. But once again, and you know Spielberg, I think there was yeah Peter Benson was talking about it in the making of that he was saying to Spielberg nobody's going to believe this this is not what would happen the shark mm. would not bite down the tank it wouldn't explode and he's like I don't care by the time we get to this you'll be so 
ready for it, yeah. you'll just take it, you'll cop it. Yeah, yeah. And you do because it's yeah. just so exciting and the way the whole thing shot with him going pow, pow, and you see the bullet swing through the water past the shark and one in, you know, tops one in the nose. Yeah. And then, you know, it finishes with smile, you sort of a mm-hmm. up yeah. she goes. And the tank goes up and you think to yourself, fuck, how much air do they squeeze into that thing? That looks like bloody Hiroshima's been bombed again. Or, hang on, sorry, Dynamite, our mate Dynamite Buddy was just yeah. nearby who's tossing some... Yeah, he's actually <laughs> off camera. He's throwing, I found this new stuff, C4. Yeah, Quinton, Brody didn't hear anything. It was just him fucking flying past and flinging things and just got lucky. But it's just such a good way to finish it. Mm. And it, it kind of like, it's almost like punching the air. Mm. Again, Brody's the guy that you don't... Because the film has set it up as Quint is your guy, Hooper's your next man. Yeah. Neither of them could cut it. Yeah. He's not even meant to be in the water. Yeah, he's not meant to be who's got no... Right. No he's, skills or interest. He's got a rope and all. He won't get his feet wet on the beach. He's the guy that ends up yeah. saving the day. Yeah, he's not interested, yeah. and yet he's the one who comes to the party, and, and I think it works out superbly. I mean, it's so good that you actually do, even now when you know what's happening, you watch it again and you do get this, this relief when <laughs> Hooper pops up and they start swimming back to the shore. I mean... I watched the credits again so because you see them coming yes. into the shore, and you, there's still this moment of oh, they, they're going to get in, they're going to get in. <laughs> but you kind of you just watch them get in and have this kind of this joyous feeling when they fucking yeah. walk out of the water. And yeah. again, the music is just that really cool sort of summer sounding, you know. Yeah, yeah. Top is of that, music. Is that, is that one of the last lines? I used to hate the water. Is that the? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the yes, I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's such a nice way. Such a it. really great way, right. and it just sort of yeah. once again they built this friendship between these two, and it kind of mm. ends with that. Mm. Uh, and it's re- yeah, I watched the entire credits too because I just remember that. I just love that music that gets played. Yep. Um, and I just you know the credits are only short. I think yeah, they're really short, but it's sort two of minutes. You know, you're just watching this shot. Of these blokes that goes for, I mean, it still goes for what, a couple of minutes or yeah. one or two minutes or something, but you're just watching them, this one single shot of them fucking kicking their way into shore. Like, it's actually a bit similar with Jaws 2 in similarly, and I also watched the end credits of that. I, I can't remember why, I don't know if there's anyone on screen in that, but mm. it's just, again, that music's there, and you know, not to spoil it, but I actually thought Jaws 2 was pretty decent follow up, if I remember rightly. Mm. That's it for me. Any other likes? No. We've just recounted the whole movie. Yeah, we've pretty much gone step by step. (laughs) Every frame of the movie was a like. (laughs) I've only got two dislikes. The special effects, for as good as it was in 75, it looks pretty rubbery by the end. Especially when it leaps on the boat, yeah, it kind of almost yeah. gets That's ninety degrees. Yeah, the only time, yeah, that is really the one time when you kind of really notice it when it sort of flops onto the boat. Yeah, um, and there probably wasn't. It would have been extremely difficult to do that. You yeah. would have had to have the entire boat already starting to sink. Yeah, yeah. well, ask uh, ask Stephen about that. It's, it seemed like it was about fucking two months' worth of difficult to actually get that done. So. <laughs> it's good, though, because I guess it gives you that final goodbye with the, yeah. the yeah. exit. In. How else are they going to get that done where you actually see the the shark yeah. eating a man? Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty minor. They, 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 for the ways that they were able to work around it, as you said, even when they had the shark, they used some really nice shots where it's mostly submerged but you yeah. can just kind of see yeah. 
see little the bits shape. of it and the shape. And you know, sometimes its its head will pop slightly mm. out of the water. I think they do a very good job of hiding it mm. as well as they can. Yeah. And honestly, most shark films have still failed, even today, mm. to make it look realistic. Deep yeah. Blue Sea came as close as possible because they had animatronics that worked and were pretty had much spot on. Mm-hmm. Had a budget. But sure. then when they went to CGI, it looked fucking terrible. Yeah. So CGI, nothing's nothing's worse than CGI to take you out of a moment, yeah. right? And I think that for what they had, it was pretty decent. Yeah. But yes, you can definitely see the seams. It doesn't act like a shark either. You know, it bursts through, then backs up. Mm. You know, and they don't back up. They just go straight through it. So Yeah. Yeah, but you had to work with what you had. Yep. Really. And the other, only one other one for me is there's a scene involving, after they're having their little chat and singing, show me, that's another like, when they sing, <laughs> show me the way they go home. Yeah. I love it. It's a, it's a night shot, but I think it was shot in the day. Mm. And it's not, it, it looks really weird. And when they show the barrel coming towards the boat, they seem to have, like, augmented the colouring around it for the the flashing beacon that's on yep. it. Yep. And it yep. looks kind of green. So I think they've actually done a day for night shot and then Yeah, okay. And it doesn't look it doesn't look real good. No, it looks it looks kind of that. very poor. Mm. Uh, but that was it. Mm. I didn't have any other dislikes. I, I mean they, we're talking very minor technical things. Yeah, well I <clears throat> I had one and it's only considering how old the movie is now, it's really the only thing that I looked at and I was like, wow, that's aged it really badly is the money. <laughs> Talking three grand to hunt this fucking shark. You were kidding, much. <laughs> Thirty grand. Yeah, he's probably know, more, more like than it. that. Like, um, yeah, when he was talking those numbers, you kind of had a chuckle. Like, that. Mm. Nah. It's like one million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need a bit more. Yeah. And by the time I get out on the on the high seas and I see it, yeah, I'm going back in to renegotiate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, even like looking at the. The, the clothes and all that sort of stuff you get a few moments where you're like oh yeah that's definitely of the time but you s- most of the stuff is pretty timeless it doesn't yeah. you don't look at it going gee that rem- that harkens back to a long time ago because most um, of them are wearing because they're kind of old salty fishermen and stuff yeah. they're just, just the jeans and, and a the, flanny and a, yeah. and a beanie mm. so it doesn't doesn't really date no the shark attack video game dates a touch. No, it's <laughs> slightly, yeah, yeah. yeah haven't quite got. We, we've gone past that a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, the, the mayor's, um, the mayor's assistant with the big chops and the dark glasses. <laughs> it looks slightly aged that one. That looks, that's Carl Gottlieb, isn't it? Yeah, Carl Gottlieb. Yeah, it is Carl Gottlieb, Gottlieb in that role. Because I think he was there as an mm. actor because they wanted to Punch rewrite up the script. Because <laughs> he wrote wrote the script or he wrote. A large portion of it on mm. the actual on Amity or on Martha's Vineyard because I had that book, The Jaws Log, Jaws Log yeah. <clears throat> which, which was written by him as well, mm. and it was it was really good, really interesting. Yeah, I believe there's a story about um, Spielberg and George Lucas and a couple of other bozos going into the into where they had the sharks in the middle of the night, and then um, Spielberg told Lucas to put his head in there and they closed the jaws around it, then it got fucking stuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and they had to break it to get it open. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no wonder that you were having problems, you idiot. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, fucking yeah. around. Yeah, they've just spent the whole fucking day fixing that thing, and you fucked it up and ruined another day shooting. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? I was like watching it going, why are they sitting around drinking in the boat when they know that fucking thing's outside? <laughs> that was the only bit. It led to such gold that you can't really complain. Yeah. They've got to they do something to make the movie go. Yeah, they were absolutely fucking yeah. sozzled. If it, turned <laughs> up, if it turned up then, they were cactus. Oh. Yeah, you can guarantee when they came outside, all you could hear is <laughs> some, <laughs> someone falls out. Who was that? I would have been shallow breathing for the last 10 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd have been straight to bed. Yeah. yeah, cradling my handgun or something like. I would jump down there, and go get me the harpoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, give me a minute. <laughs> but other than that, obviously, it's a, it's a really it's a solid, solid, oh, solid. It's a movie. fantastic film. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. All right, that's Jaws. We're going to take a break. And we're going to come back and we're going to go through Steven Spielberg's filmography and give it the uh, the Olympics treatment. Mm. Back in a sec. The Steven Spielberg filmography. We covered Michael Bay a couple of weeks ago. He had a much smaller filmography. I think he had a couple of gold in there. Look, she's neck and neck. <laughs> At the moment. <laughs> we haven't even started talking about it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get straight into it. 71, Jewel. I haven't seen it. Look, it's a great... It's a good first run. Look... I'm going out on a limb here and calling that a silver. <laughs> a silver? fucking great. Jewel is really good. Yeah, it is good. Lucky I, Gibbo's not here because he just would have fucking fly kicked me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, look, I'll tell you what, I'm prepared to go for a bronze if you're prepared right. to take it. 
You talked me round. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're very decisive. It, it, it doesn't take much to talk you round. I can tell you. Okay. His next one was in 74, The Sugarland Express. I haven't actually seen it. No, I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen it. Surprisingly. Okay. It's 1975. <laughs> it's not a medal. We know it's not a medal. <laughs> nah, if it was a medal, we would have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, uh, someone said, this Spielberg, he runs like a gazelle. I said, oh, I'm not interested. Did he play? No, fuck him. <laughs> 75, Jaws. Definite gold. Yep. Okay, so he's already got Bay covered. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But I think Bay had a couple. couple Bay games. came out of the blocks like a fucking champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he came out Bad Boys and The Rock. Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> we were, were arguing over where to give Armageddon the gold. <laughs> well, look, you're talking to blokes that put frequency in their top ten. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> I'm getting out of here. No, I'm getting in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 77. Closing counters of the third kind. That's good. Yeah, it's very good. I'm down with that. I reckon it's probably... I, I would suggest a silver mm. on that. Very good follow-up. This one has passed me by. I've never seen it. Really? What? Never seen it. Shit. It is good. I don't know why. It's just... It's never... Yeah, it's good. It's a different type of... Spielberg film, but yeah. it, it's good. I think I went into it not knowing nothing other than the na, 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 yeah, the music. Na, na. Other than that, okay, yeah. seventy nine. The first, what could only be described as shit run by Spielberg, nineteen forty one. I believe it's a comedy. I believe it's unfunny. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen's Kryptonite is is comedy. Comedy, yeah. like straight comedy. I think this was a spoof, even. So. The bike was meddling in things. He had no business. He was running 800s when he was a speedster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you're going to end up with a relay. You, you've never fucking passed a baton before. That's like... Imagine going in with the expectations of Jaws and then <laughs> getting a spoof comedy. Well, the thing is, he'd, he'd had a one-two punch. He'd had Jaws followed by Close Encounter. So we're 1941. Game out. You've just been, about been ready to go. Broken hearts. Okay, 81. Raiders is all stuck. Gold. Gold. So he bounced back. No, I can't <laughs> see. He immediately bounced back, and he followed that up with 82 with E.T. Gold. <laughs> so, I, that. I love E.T. It's a good movie. Yeah, it is a really good movie. Mm. He followed it up in 84 with Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm. I can't meddle that. It's my least favourite of the... Yeah, I think it's the one I know the looking best. Looking back, yeah, because I watched the shit out of that. Like the <laughs> pulling the pulling the heart out was kind of like my not. jaws. I'm pretty sure I saw that when I was like five. You know, I couldn't understand this bloke getting his heart pulled out, and when he starts all, <laughs> <laughs> he gets lowered into the fire pit, I was yeah. fucking shitting bricks. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the one I knew the best. But then when you watch him... It's not very good. In Plot between wise, the other two. Action-wise, it's great. I still, like yeah, whole, I still think it's, it's pretty good, but it's got a couple of real weaknesses. Like Well, Willie Scott, Willie Scott, Scott is terrible. terrible in comparison to Marion, who yep. everyone really liked Marion because she was tough as he was. Yeah. You know, and then Willie was just a damsel in distress. Yeah. But so there's I a couple would, of action uh, scenes that are superb. Yeah, there's still some great stuff in there. I would probably have to agree. Okay, 85's Colour Purple. He got serious. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I believe it's a very good movie. I haven't seen it for ages. I haven't seen it for a long time, and I just 
don't feel I can give it. Uh, look, he's in a final. Look, he talks to any reasonable. It's probably a great film, but you're on the thrill. You can't what? And it's not. It's, it's not getting a look in. I'm sorry. What? No, I got the hard rip yet. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I can't place that. <laughs> um, uh, he stayed with the seriousness. Look, this is where he went to the 200. He'd been running hundreds only, now he's in the two hundreds. Empire of the Sun. Again, mm. I believe also a very good movie, but I I don't remember it. I don't yeah, remember it. I remember it being a young Christian Bale. I remember it being alright right, though. Yeah, it I is good. I don't remember it. Like with a lot of Spielberg films, most things are in finals. And yeah, like, like, look, I love your work there, Stephen, but where's the rollicking adventure in this one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he also hit a bit of a bit of a shit fight in eighty nine with something called Always. Mm. Which I believe I have seen once. Wasn't very good. Did it have Bon Jovi on the soundtrack? <laughs> no, Should if it had, have, it would have been <laughs> a goal. <laughs> he bounced back. Same, also in 89, he had Indiana Jones' The Last Crusade, and I'm going for gold there. I love that. Movie. Yeah, I think it's, it's fantastic. really good. I would have probably gone for a silver, but fuck, the, the powers of persuasion that you've got. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> you immediately folded. I mean, fuck, if we were playing poker, oh, we're just oh, we're folding. You're not even waiting for the river. You're just folding immediately. Yeah, you raise an eyebrow and go, ooh, and I go fold. <laughs> yeah, your immediate thought process is the bloke must have three aces. <laughs> Get out of there. So you're the yeah, you're the deciding vote. I say gold, he says silver. I'm happy to gold, though. It's classic. Yeah, I love it. I think it's I think it's actually better than Lost Ark. Mm. There's something about that pairing of Harrison Ford and, and Sean Connery. Big call though. It really works. Raiders is fucking big. Oh yeah, look. It's it's neck and neck mm. between them. Hook was his next one? Silver. I love can't it. meddle it. I love yeah. it. I look, I cannot meddle it I either. watched it recently and... It's good, but it's not. Yeah, it's Hang a... On. Come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> persuasive. It holds a place. You know you can make a case. It holds a place, but when I watched it in my, you know, late 30s, I was looking at certain things going, what's what's happening? What's what are you doing? Cheap, right? <laughs> no, no, Maddie, you're not as persuasive. If we're playing poker, um, call, call. <laughs> we are all in on you. 93, Jurassic Park. Gold. Yep. Jurassic Park is excellent. There was a long stretch where I'd kind of dropped off Jurassic Park and hadn't watched it for ages, and then I watched it about a year ago. Mm. Fucking loved it. Yeah, it was really good. Schindler's List was also in that period. What are you giving it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it is a very, very good film. I've only seen it like once or twice. I can't... Again, it's in the finals, but I, I don't feel that it quite gets a medal for me. It's a classic. You love it? It's probably yeah. going to get in there somewhere. What it? are you giving it? What, what, do you, what do you call? Gold? Gold, yeah. You're calling gold? What I about you? Any problems with it at all? Oh, shit. I don't know. Just for the, just for <laughs> when he's on the, just for the, this watch. Is it that yeah, old? look, it that is. Monologue. I haven't seen no, it recently enough. Super to emotional. Yeah, that's right. I haven't seen it in a while either. I'm going to take. Yeah, okay. We're going to take you. You've, you. You're the authority on this one, so it's a goal. Yeah. Look, Michael Bay's in trouble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Currently, he's, he's out of his depth at the moment. Okay, 97, Lost World, Jurassic Park. Nowhere near as good. No. Again, in the finals. Mm. But it just was a bit of a it was a bit of a rehash of yeah. what the first one was. Mm. 
and it's enjoyable, but it's, it's enjoyable. not. It's not metal. Armistead. I've seen it. Don't think I've seen it. I've, if I did. It was. I a saw long half time of it. Ago. Was had a massive dot on the piss <laughs> on a Saturday. Had a massive dot on the piss. We stupidly decided Sunday morning would be the perfect time to go and see Armistad. <laughs> and it's not because the you movie was idiot. bad. You I was just idiot. on the verge of having a yak and shitting at the same time. That's the sort of shit you really got to invest in too. It's not the sort of shit you, you sit there with the flies fucking <laughs> swimming around you. <laughs> so I. I cannot comment on that one. I, it probably wouldn't get a medal, but I mean, I don't believe I even followed through and saw it again. <laughs> no, I, I haven't. Have seen you it. seen it? No, no. Okay, so that's a toughie. So we're out of that one. Ninety-eight, Saving Private Ryan. I think that's a goal. Yeah, it's a superb film. Mm. It's fucking gut wrenching too. <sighs> that first forty minutes is just ugh, difficult to watch. Artificial Intelligence in 2001. That was a Kubrick script that he picked up. Yeah. It can't, I cannot meddle it. I haven't seen it. It wasn't very good. It was actually not one of his better ones. No. O2, Minority Report. I actually love Minority yes, Report. Yes, so do I. I'm not gonna, I'll probably go a silver. Yep. <laughs> but Minority Report's fantastic. It is fantastic. And that same year, he had Catch Me If You Can, which is also, which is also fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Silver on Catch Me If You Can? Yeah, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, I loved it. I thought we watched it just recently with Caitlin. It's absolutely fantastic. The Terminal in 04? Nah. 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 <laughs> Solid. But again, going back towards to. comedy a little bit, and yeah. I don't know whether it quite hit. <laughs> again, running 800s. You thought he'd do some marathons. Tom Hanks was into some odd characters yeah. at that point. War of the Worlds in A5. You're not going to ask, you, you're never gonna, you, when you're in a group with Stephen, he's never the one you look to saying, tell us a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, don't tell us a joke, mate. <laughs> we, we seen your last couple of jokes, and they were not good. War of the Worlds in A5. Uh, I actually think that one's pretty good too. I'll probably... Oh, shit. I'd have to revisit, but recollections would say it's just outside. Yeah, just outside. It is, it is good, though. It is a good film. I also had Munich that same year. Mm. Very good movie, I seen it. but it's probably just it. outside mm. for me. Again, right on the cusp, and we're talking fourths here. You know, right on the cusp of getting some yeah. medals. Yeah. 2008, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No, thank you. No, no. I don't even think Stephen was interested in doing this. No. I mean, I think he was doing it out of... I mean, he's just... pressure complete. He's just returning the favour for getting George Lucas's head stuck in a shark <laughs> by the sound of things. Because, yeah, he didn't, it didn't sound like he was enthusiastic about no. it. No. They're coming back for another one. Yeah, I know. Oh, look, you know what? I can cop it. I'll be there. But I want something more grounded. The biggest problem is Harrison can't Harrison can't break into a jog, even, at this point. Yeah. So what are we going to be doing? Like, even in Crystal Skull, which is what? It's going to be well, the over sun, 10, right? That was 12 years, years ago. ago now. So Harrison was in his 60s. He was struggling to, to, to break into a fucking three-quarter stride then. Yeah. I don't know I, what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think it's a good idea. And I feel like, like, I don't know, I, I don't 
necessarily think anything is so sacred that we can't remake it. But Indiana Jones is the type of character you can just bring a whole new story and recast the actor and yeah. you're yeah. off and running. You've still got the name behind yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like a pulp hero sort of... But also, I think Steven Spielberg's got enough clout to say, listen, no... I'm not interested in doing this. I don't think we should do this yeah. anymore. We've done four films. They were all very successful. The character is loved universally. Let's just leave it. That, to me, is the perfect opportunity to let's let's take some pictures from other directors who might have an Indiana Jones story. Or computer games. If you still want Harrison Ford yeah. around, yep. let's yep. motion capture. He can do the voice. Yep. And we'd be loving life, wouldn't we? We'd yep. all want to play that shit, wouldn't we? Well, I mean, Harrison doesn't want to do it. You've heard his recent shit about Star Wars. Remember, like, when they were they, talking How much about... Money? When he's talking about J.J. <laughs> Abrams telling him that you can come back in this movie as a force ghost. And so the, the, the interviewer tried to press a little more and he just said, I, I don't know what a force ghost is and I just don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> just fucking shut it down completely. Exactly. The bloke's not interested. He's more interested in flying planes in front of fucking... Passenger jets and things like that. At this point, <laughs> I just figured it's just someone. let him do that. <laughs> There's someone sitting around going, "They made seven police academies, just one." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what it is. What's the some asshole bloody producer who keeps bringing it up? Indiana Jones is like Bond. Yeah, like Harrison Ford is great and will always be Indiana Jones, but I see no harm in recasting that. Just pulp adventure, what someone got to yeah. offer. Well, if the Marvel Universe can recast Spider-Man but, 18. Times. But I've got a better idea. Let's put Indy to bed and let's bring Nathan Drake into play. Yeah, and but they're going to your... fuck that up too. Yeah, <laughs> they're currently fucking that up as yeah, we speak. Exactly. But Nathan Drake can be is basically Indiana Jones. Like those games are exactly what we. Yeah. That's why I loved them so much. They felt like I was playing an Indiana Jones. Yeah. I mean, they fucking fumbled around for years while Nathan Fillion is sitting there. I know! And Nathan Fillion <laughs> makes a fan film that just shows this bloke has always been perfect and even aged a little bit is still perfect yeah. for this role. And now he's too old, probably. Because oh, it's, it's been, what, five or six years since that fan film, isn't it? It's probably been about two, three years. He could pull it off. Look, great. I, I, don't mind, do it. I don't mind Tom Holland. But I just don't I really like him. I don't see him we're going too far back. Who would you cast him as him? As, as Indiana Jones. Oh, new Indiana Jones. I think the Chris Pratt rumours were pretty spot yeah, on. Yeah, they weren't bad. Like I was Chris actually Pratt. leading to... Initially, they were talking about Bradley Cooper, and that wasn't a bad yeah. idea either. Yeah, that'd fit. Yep. Perfect kind of, like, mix of humour and... You can see, yeah, man. I'm on record. Angry archaeologist. Indy's yeah. like Bond. Just let's get some, let's get some more Indy. Yeah. Leave yeah. Harrison's package where it is. Yep. And we can look at those four films and say three of them are f- I'll go back to, and the fourth one I won't fucking look at again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, we'll, we'll start afresh. Okay. Where were we? We're at Adventures of Tintin. I was just mentioning that I was I caught a bit of that mm. yesterday. Yeah? It's, it was good. It is good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. The motion capture is excellent, yep. considering it's 2011, I think, yeah. when they made it. I don't think it was very well received by audiences, but no. um, I really liked it. I thought it was good. You know what? I'd, I'd go out on a limb and say a bronzer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I thought it was it was really it was actually really well done. I love Thompson and Thompson. It has a couple <laughs> of really good sort of action scenes yeah, too yeah. for like the, you know the rooftop chase scenes and things like yeah, that. Yeah, they really do good. a really good job. And I don't know the character well, but no, I think they were fairly. I. Um, my my exposure to the character was like the TV show that was on, which is on Netflix. After I school, sort of yeah. Then we had War Horse, which I is, to is say it. That great. Good. no, it was good. It was good. 
and again it's a little more in the Saving Private Ryan mould it's a little bit um, hard and you know it's a little bit harrowing in bits but um, I enjoyed it I thought it was good it's probably just outside of metal but it was really good Lincoln in 2012 I didn't go there didn't go there Daniel Day-Lewis couldn't get me in with text messages (laughs) (laughs) yeah all the English yeah shit a little bit of a distaste to Daniel Day and his antics (laughs) <laughs> I keep going back to it, but Rob Pattinson nailed it when he just said, "Look, every time I hear about you know method acting, it's just someone being a real prick." <laughs> <laughs> and as I said to you, Tom Hanks, one of the great actors of our generation, known as a fantastic person too. You can have both ways, yeah, yeah, Daniel. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have to worry. You can about stub it. houses and say hello to somebody. Yeah, as but, well. but Daniel's not. Daniel's not taking the Jim Carrey route though, is he? <laughs> he's stumping a few houses. The cobbling some shoes, but he's not upsetting anyone. <laughs> well, he's upsetting the poor people that had to bloody carry him around. Yeah, <laughs> by their foot. Fuck, he wouldn't get out of the chair. Remember? Ah, he spent the whole time in a wheelchair. God. Bridge of Spies in 2015. I haven't seen it. No, no. neither have I. So I've, I've looked away from it. Stephen in recent years. Yeah, recently the BFG. Yeah, so I, um, it was it any good? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah. It's true to the book. The Post, again, another one of those sort of more. Stephen went was going more towards things that we probably weren't that interested in. No, throwing bloody hearts or it's a bit ripped off or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And the last one is Ready Player One. Look, I can't be partial with this one because I really love it. But even, I, I know it's got its warts, but I, I really, really like Where it. Where are you going to go with it? I personally, I would give it a silver, but I think most people would probably have it just outside the medals. Well, you're going. You're our only person who's actually got it. Yeah. So you, yeah, if you're saying shit. silver. Well, you may be better give it a bronze to hedge the bets between yeah. me and the people, because it's got some real issues. But I just, I was, you know, we are right in the pocket of the people that this is aimed at. Yeah. You know, the guy that wrote the book is is of the generation that we are that grew up with, like Back to the Future, and yeah. you know, I think Spielberg actually improved on a couple of the elements, like he. Took uh, one of the challenges he changed completely and he changed it to The Shining in the movie and it, yeah. it's probably the best sequence in the movie like yeah I was a big fan and it's good to see him back with that type of film mm. because he hasn't done something like that in a long time yeah for that all the problems I still got enough of the classic kind of Spielberg to just rekindle a little bit of that yeah, stuff you felt as a kid when you were watching some of those movies. All right, do we, do we miss, miss Goonies as well? No, no they're produced, produced films. Yeah. If we were covering his produced films, fuck well, mate, he'd have about five hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got some absolute gems in that yeah. production stuff. I mean, even back when he's in the eighties. I mean, the eighties. There was one point where he produced in that period where he'd made Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., Temple of Doom, and um, what was the other one in between there? He'd also produced Back to the Future, Gremlins, Goonies, you know, yep. smashing out stuff that we were loving. Mm. But his final tally, directorially, seven gold, three silver, three bronze. That solid. would probably sum him up pretty well, I'd say. Mm. That is Spielberg's filmography. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes, Spotify, and I think we're on Deezer now, Jared. Just <laughs> Didn't take long. I am not joking. It's only because it comes up through Podomatic that right. basically gives us the opportunity to go through there. There you go. 
Thanks, Deezer. Yeah, yeah, thanks for, thanks for having us. <laughs> Unless they didn't pick us up, I'd be 100% sure. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au or on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, at podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com and on Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Podomatic and any other areas that we're on. Our next episode, James Bond. Hello. And we've stumbled, we, we've randomly stumbled into a period of 70s films here because Moonraker <laughs> is what we're covering from 1979. Cover Jaws, we need to cover Jaws. I cannot wait. <laughs> but until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.